Hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Singles. Um, I'm Alexis, and that is Boo. Hi. Oh, every every time the the the, the stabby hi. The, the I I I wave at my webcam even when it's not on when I'm doing it. Just <laughs> uh, like pre- pretending I am like a six year old who has just been like gestured to uh, by their parent in the kitchen. Just like hi, and then I run away. Probably go like stick like Lincoln logs up my nose or whatever. Oh, so good. I I mean I do <laughs> imagine it just being like a sort of like cut the camera like cuts away to you and then you run off frame and the camera just sort of swings back to a sort of <laughs> yeah absolutely very I just go like, very where very worn mother yeah it's not good yeah, just like <laughs> and then I run off yeah exactly oh, that's perfect that's that's me um, yeah, there we go um, <laughs> all right guys thanks thanks for listening We've been out of it. What happened? Christmas happened. It's it's how it goes. We've done an episode after Christmas, but Christmas still happened, and that's important for you to know. It's uh, it's what I what I always like to what I always like to tell people is um, it's uh, <laughs> uh, I am very poor, and it's I can't. It's there are, there are very many times where it's like I can't be spending free time because I I have to go out and get the bag. Yeah. Right now, right now, I am in a bag acquiring period, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um. As, I, you know, as I'm, that's, I'm in that's the just lucky position. Yeah, I'm in the lucky position where I am given bag to sit around and do bullshit, which means I can podcast for a lot of my time. That's yep. That's <laughs> which is it, it's extraordinary. I do not know how I landed this life, but at the same time, sometimes the sitting around and doing nothing gets condensed into a quite intense four week period of sitting down and actually doing something and that is it was crazy and it's like happen. you uh it's I, I don't we can cut this out if it's uh if it's too much to divulge you also had like a crazy like migraine attack over the, like getting that done bro like the if this isn't the first time i've had these migraine episodes like it was sort of 2019 last like the first time i like I like finished my uni. It was a very weird situation. Like I'd been having headache troubles as I was finishing my thesis for my master's. And it was like, not great, but like I was, you know, like dealing with it. Okay. And I graduated. It was like, great, low stress. I'll have this whole summer to, to, to chill out. And then that summer, like half of it, I was basically bed bound because I was having the worst headaches I've ever had in my life. And like, it sort of like came and went and luckily through COVID, I wasn't like seriously having them bad all the time, but like, it was a problem. Like I needed to keep stuck. And then like, I think I got a cold high. I mean, I don't, didn't test positive for COVID. So I hope it wasn't like a second bout with COVID or whatever, but I had a bad cold in like late November, early December last year. Mm-hmm. After that, it like clearly was a bit of an ear infection and a bit of all sorts of things were getting a bit sort of screwed up. And it re-triggered a migraine episode that has lasted since the start of December. And it was was very silly because I have learned some basic things like, oh, it's not just bad, like, tension headaches. Like, you've got some very obvious neurological symptoms. This is an issue. Um, Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So yeah, that was a that was a that was a time and that's sapped a bunch of energy and made actually doing my work quite hard. But luckily, with some much more hardcore drugs given to me by a kindly doctor. And a specialist appointment on the way. Like, oh, it'll, it'll get sorted out. And they also now no longer have work to do because I soldiered through and did it. 
So yay, yay! I will get paid a shit ton of money when they when they get around <laughs> Let's to go. paychecks. Jesus, <sighs> I will have untit. That is the so. It's a uh, we we re-enter the we re-enter uh, the singles. We re we we re-enter the singles panopticon. No, I was gonna say uh, the singles paddling pool. <laughs> 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 with uh, with 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 full hearts, clear eyes, and money on the way. Indeed, uh, we got two oh, records is, to talk about. That. Yeah, yeah. So we got we have two awesome fucking records. We got like two really, records really, to talk really about. good. So, which one do you want to talk about first? I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's I have no real prepared notes for either of them because yeah, I'm just belly. like fuck yeah, sick can't yeah. Okay, if you're doing the voice or anything, we got to talk about Richard the Pirate material. Yes, we fucking do. All right, so, Boo, tell me about Original Pirate Material by The Streets. How's it come to this? Oh, 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 oh. Original Pirate Material. You're listening to The Streets. down your aerial. How's it come to this? Original Pirate Material. You're listening to The Streets. down your aerial. Make yourself at home. We got diesel or some of that homegrown. Sit back in your throne, turn off your phone, cause this is our zone. Videos, televisions, 64s, playstations, Web Henry with precision, a few herbs and a bit of Benson. But don't forget the Rizzler, lean like the Tower of Pisa. These are Oasia, and this is a day in the life of a geezer. For this ain't a club track, pull out your sack and sit back. Whether you white or black, smoke weed, chase brown or toot rock We're on a mission, support the cause, sign a petition Summon all your wisdom, the music's a gift from The man on high, the lord and his children Triple team, you're a root boys Come rain or snow, the Buddha flows If you don't know, stand on the corner, watch the show Cause life moves slow Sort your shit out, then roll Sex, drugs and on the dole Some men rise, some men fall I hear your call, stand tall now How's it come to this? Original pirate material, you're listening to the streets. Lock down your aerial. How's it come to this? Original pirate material, you're listening to the streets. Lock down your aerial. I'm just spitting, think I'm ghetto, stop dreaming. My data's streaming. I'm giving your bird them feelings. Touch your toes and touch the ceiling. We walk the tightrope of street cred. Keep my dogs fed, all jungle, all garage heads. Gold teeth, Valentinos, and dreads now. You were verbally slapped up. Physically tipped up, spinally ripped up. I do the science on my laptop and I get my boys mashed up. You're listening to the streets. You'll bear witness to some amazing feats. Bravery in the face of defeat. All line up and grab your seat. Cause Tony's got a new motor. SR Nova driving like a joyrider. Speed into the corner. Your mother warns you it's a sound system banger. How's it come to this? Original pirate material. You're listening to the streets. Lock down your aerial. Train runs from Mile End to Ealing, from Brixton to Bounds Green. My spitting's dirty, my beats are clean. So smoke weed and be lean. I step out my yard through the streets. In the dead heat, all I got's my spirit and my beats. I play fair, don't cheat, and keep the gangsters sweet. Turn the page, don't rip it out at your age. Move to the next stage. Lock the rage inside the cage, like SK, it's a new day. But don't take the shortcut through the subway. It's pay or play, these geezers walk the gangway. Deep-seeded urban decay, deep-seeded urban decay. Rip down posters alike from last week's big garage night in the next Tyson fight. I cook them at 90 degrees Fahrenheit and don't copy the copyright. I got them in my sights, blinded with the lights, take them to dizzy new heights. Blinding with the lights, blinding with the lights, dizzy new heights. How's it come to this? Oh. 
Uh, original Pirate Material by The Streets, uh, released March 24th, 25th, 2002, uh, by Mike Skinner, acting as The Streets. It's, I think, I think The Streets is one of those situations where, like, Mike Skinner's obviously the main dude, but there are some people that go around. But at this point, I think it was just Mike. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> Uh, but it's like, you know, it's like some people like play keyboards and stuff like session musicians. Uh, one of the, uh, I think like it's, if not the like landmark narrative UK garage album of all time. Yeah. Uh, Like, so for context, very few things in hip hop crossed over in the 2000s in the UK. Like, I, it's it's we we're talking a lot about cultural crossover in this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, this is the, like figuring this episode ended up be figuring out what the fuck was up with Y2K England and like these yep. two records like hit different sides of it in fascinating ways. Like there wasn't that much hip hop. Like I was a a wee lad, but the uh at the age i was like you could still vaguely tell what was getting on top of the pops and it was a lot of eurodance it was a lot of garage and house it was a lot of like acoustic easy listening which had got slightly electronic by the end of the 90s but like was still very much acoustic easy listening and Britpop was no longer cool and guitar bands were slightly in a lull but that was about to change with like the strokes in about two years time and then like everyone would be into guitars again um, and the streets did make it through, like genuinely did make it through. Like this was a popular, popular album, but like no one else was listening to hip hop in the pop charts. Like this was just not a thing. Like, okay, the occasional like Jay-Z record as 50 Cent record like started to make some inroads, but like, nah, that wasn't a, a like a chart thing in the same way that like, you know, people actually like heard this, I went about. <sighs> yeah strange strange it's uh if you yeah i mean like if you want to talk about like obvious influences here uh i mean like you like dizzy god like yeah, grime yeah, yeah. dubstep future garage uh god uh it's yeah it's like th- this this i it's i i don't i feel like it's you know so much so much of the record is about like regaling like a personal and like personal and like self-cultural history mm-hmm. that to the point where it's, I don't want to be like, this was the nucleus point for everything, <laughs> but <laughs> it's at the same time. It like kind of was. Yeah. It's, this is a, this is a, th- th- this is and was a big record, but it's like, it should be bigger as well. Uh, if yeah. you, if you have not listened to original pirate material, uh first off what the hell second of all <laughs> uh like it's it's just a wash with it's like i don't know how to describe it god um it is it's it is it is both like the most unserious and the most serious record at any time. I was talking with Alexis about it earlier, where it's like this is if if you had to like if original pirate material was a guy, he is like the friend's ex boyfriend that sometimes says like some of the most like beautifully profound things you've ever heard in your entire life, and that you'll take with you through your own life. But most of the time, he's content to like sit in his house and play Goldeneye. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely Goldeneye. 
It's definitely Goldeneye. It's uh it's no it hasn't even got good at fighting games like definitely it's no 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 it's uh what is it uh irony of it all and has it come to this uh mentioned nintendo 64 playstation and then on irony of it all he talks about uh his uh, his mate just beating gran turismo on the highest setting yep yep that's <laughs> uh, i bet he was on the highest setting my friend because it's about Ayo. weed uh, this is this is this is the this is the stoner supremacy album as well. This is yeah. God, it's, uh, uh, it's such a weird thing because like this is still in an era like long. Okay, so like again, my actual age matters for this because you know yes, like, of course. I was, it's I was a tiny child, but I did get the impression that like there was a like a club and party scene that was very druggy through the nineties and that like. New Labour, part of its deal was, like, cleaning up all that, effectively. That, like, we can do cool, but without being harmful to the kids. And that, like, the progressive, like, like backlash against drugs has been a massive thing in the UK since the late 90s and hasn't really sort of slowed up, especially since the Tories. Like, there is a... There is, like, a very straightforward, like, the why are they fucking criminalizing weed going on? But also, like, a very much, like, this is embedded in a very specific political moment, which is all kinds of fucked and reminds me yes, of a different kind absolutely. of all kinds of fucked political moment that we're in now. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, uh I, yeah. I, I discovered, I discovered original pirate material. Uh, oh my God. That's, it's, uh, God, I was in community college seven years ago and that's when I got past this. Mm. Uh, and I, I, it's at first it's, and uh, it's to to come back to those people that have not listened to original pirate material. You're gonna hate this album the first time you listen to it because you're like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? What is this guy doing? What's he's it's he's tripping over these songs. Mm. Uh, it's my Mike Skinner. It's he. It's. <laughs> it's he's he's just all over the place on these. Uh, it's where, and it's, people think that that's him being sloppy, but it's actually him being like so minutely precise with his timing. It's, it's crazy. It's so crazy. It's cause it's not, yeah. it's, it's, it's less rapping. It's like sort of, it's, it's sort of spoken word as yeah, well. It, it's, uh, it's, and it's very loose with the delivery. You, you also just like, I think the thing it, it, I get a lot of it is to just like, it's taking so much from, well, clearly like as a as a format there's a whole lot of garage in here like two step in yes. garage it's just like the baseline of where it is which means that he's got the capacity to like do the kind of like both off kilter chops and like use the sort of r&b or just straight up like here's a sort of like soul or jazz sample hiding in the background that's like slightly loosely off the rhythm and like plays his vocals off in the same way in the same way that a lot like, i'm just thinking like has it come to this it's like one of the one of the the like it's an incredible garage beat on its own like incredibly mm -hmm. like really dark really like beautiful melancholic garage beat but he falls off it in the same way the piano falls off it like that's the that's the yes. thing that's happening yes yeah. absolutely it's it's uh it's it it's god it's i'm just uh i just wanted to like look at the uh write your music section just like the comments <laughs> and just see people arguing about like whether or not he's rapping and that 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 just put me onto a point here where it's i think some people are convinced that this is like a concept album about that like point <laughs> dude in history where it is it's where 
It's like they're, it's, a concept it's album trying. about like working class Britain. It's <laughs> like it's it's and that, that would be and it's oh. I understand that them not liking I understand why they wouldn't like that because that would be a horrible album. That would be yeah awful. But it's it's Mike has been in the shit. This is a this is. It's, a, it's people, a it's a fucking hip hop album. Like it's the, it is, the it is a hip hop album. It's yeah. it's it it does not have higher ambitions because it showed up on your recommended. Exactly. Um, exactly. God, it's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. Uh, sorry, it's I'm I'm like totally scatterbrained, but I wanted to talk about uh, it's. How specifically, like it's like one of the one of the indelible signs of its authenticity is the fact that the the lyrics, uh, like the master recordings of these lyrics are definitely just in Mike's closet. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. It's 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 the the mic is so hot. It's like you can literally like hear him just like deleting the background noise out of like the Audacity recording. <laughs> it's it's like through the big uh, garage night. The next Tyson fight. It's it's crazy. Thank you so much for doing that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's, it's, I, it's, it's hard. Who, you're right. You're right. Who who mastered this album? Because they deserve. It's Mike mastered it. He he mixed yeah. and mastered it. All right, all right, dude. Um, the studio is Mike Skinner's house, Brixton, London. Like, yeah. <laughs> fair shake, fair shake. No, straight up, like the. The idea that this is a concept album is hilarious because, like, this is a concept album for the American who cannot conceptualize just like dreary yes. city life in Britain. It's yeah, exactly, exactly. Because it's it's somebody like, oh, this is this is such an evocative record, and I'm being put in somebody else's shoes with such force here. That's like, oh, it has to be like a narrative. Thing. It's like, whoa, yeah. But it's I I think that is that is also to. Uh, that's that's a very backhanded compliment, I think, mm. because it's I I do think that there is, on some level, there's like some interesting like continuation in like points that are being hit, uh, but that's just because like th this is the time that the album was recorded in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, no question about that. It's and it's not it's it's not like being exploitive of about the quote unquote characters in that moment as well. No, no, no. It's it's literally this is like Mike's life and Mike is sort of a, it's it's I I I think Mike himself is sort of like a narratively obsessed kind of guy. I don't think <laughs> uh, I don't think the album itself really like shoots to that, but it's I th I think Mike is like slightly aware of what this what this looks like all written out and it's i i don't think i don't think he does that in an exploitive way or anything because again he's just he's just like been living through all of this yeah uh like living in like the apartments like watching his friends like do smack all the time and stuff uh the 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 autobiographical ones that are like literally just like mike regaling a story uh too much brandy don't mug yourself those two back to back is incredible uh, because it's too it's too much brand. There there are two anti alcohol songs on this <laughs> album. Yes, and it's it's too much brandy. Is like it's I just had so much so many fucking drinks and I totally fucked up. 
And then right after that is Don't Mug Yourself, which is like the direct day afterward. Yeah. And he's like, it's I uh, I shacked up with this uh, this really like, oh, God, she's so hot, dude. Like this this total like 10 out of 10 girl that's got him like wrapped around on a leash. And his friend's like, dude, you are so fucking dumb. You are the dumbest person I've ever met. A new day, another morning after Leaning back on my chair in a greasy spoon cafeteria Last night was some beer leariness done our way But again, we're back in the light of day Chatting shit, sitting at the wall table Telling jokes, playing with the salt, looking out the window Girl brings two plates of full English over With plenty of scrambled eggs and plenty of fried tomato Get my phone out, about to give this girl a shout See if she had a nice time last night uptown Ask if she fancies trying it again sometime Then Cal grabs the phone like Oi, 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 oi Hold it down, boy Your hair's getting blurred I know you can't stop thinking of her By all means you can vibe with this girl But just don't mug yourself. yourself That's all, don't mug yourself. yourself Seriously, Mick, you fucker No, no, don't no, no. I mean, I'm fucking I'm no way, really, do you know what I mean? I fucking, I fucking <laughs> This is the thing, like that narrative ways, like There are all sorts of records that we can talk about That have the, like Like Uh that have the humor that have the like the willingness to like punch holes at their own narrator but like this album is like so so fun because it's just like mike is turning himself into a fucking punching bag yes in 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 like a way that feels like not like defeated in the world but just like there's a ah uh, that's ah uh, that's how she goes boys that's isn't uh, that <laughs> jesus but yeah no just like the like what what does like getting up to absolute nonsense look and feel and sound like is like sometimes like really fucking dire and sometimes absolutely yes. hilarious and like kind of scary but also very funny like yeah like the the the, the like you know you know I'm not I'm not like trying to explain to people like ah have you seen how those people who attend the clubs entertain yes. themselves with alcohol and drugs and like. Like voracious <laughs> chasing of women. Um, yeah. <laughs> My word. My word. Jeremiah, have you heard the latest about the peasants? <laughs> the plague sixty-four in PlayStation. Few herbs and a bit of Benson. Jesus. Yeah, like, the, is it, like it could become safari fodder, and it just isn't because it's like far too close and far too in, in like intentional and far too like inside the thing and like wrapped up in the like the emotional drama of this like this is this isn't laughing at it it's like completely wound up in the in the you know the like often the really horrible but like you know like beautiful emotional state and like this is not a i think it's important like this is a garage record mostly there are a couple like drum and bass and sort of weird hip-hop cuts but like this is mostly a garage record and garage is meant to be like the girly version of dance music in the UK. <laughs> like literally like occasionally you'd get the, the, the thing was always like, you'd get either you get drum and bass nights and they put like the, on the room three, they'd have the, the garage for the girls. Cause you've got to have the garage to get the girls in. And like mm -hmm. the, 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 like this was not a thing that lived in the clubs. It was, it's, you know, pirate radio stuff. This is like underground, like actual music scene stuff. Like being this recorded is, in your buddy's like apartment complex, like three and yeah, doors down. Broadcast at the top of your tower block to the other five tower blocks you can reach, yeah. like slowly, like building out scene by scene by scene, and like eventually that ends up with like people knowing this in the in the radio, and like it takes a couple of years, and like this is two thousand and two and not ninety eight or whatever. Like it, it takes a long time for this to be 
to, to be like recognized as something that like has a life outside of the sort of like weird subterranean stuff like soundtracking inner city like London, Birmingham, whatever. But like, you know, it's very important that this is like soundtracking actual people's lives because this is the way that their actual lives would be, you know, narrated to themselves. Like, wh what are you putting on when you're like high as fuck playing Gran Turismo in the house? Like, yep. you're probably putting on like whatever's on dance music radio and it's probably garage. So, or yeah. it's or your buddies are just like doing shit in your house. Yeah, and or they're fucking around on the NPC. Or, yeah. yeah. Oh. So, so uh, yeah, like the yeah, the, the, the the form. Sorry, is like, you go, you go, you go. Yeah, just the, the the form is really important. Like the way that this sounds like offhanded, scattered stuff over the, like the the like the present, but sort of like weirdly half remembered beats off a pirate radio station is like, you know. It feels very intimate and very, you know, like inside the head of the person in that space. Because, you know, like the flip side of this record is something like Buying the Boy in the Corner, which is like, that's a fucking performance. That's yes. not not the same thing. Obviously taken from like Grimes, Linnies through Garage is like a big thing. But like, nah, like that is attempting to do a different thing and it's presenting itself in a really different way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just uh, now. I'm just thinking about uh, "I Love You." "I Love You" is such a funny fucking song. Uh, "I Love You" is one of my favorite songs of all time. Straight up, like it's D D Dizzy Rascal being like, "Man, my girl fucking sucks," and like they just the re space being like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> and, <laughs> "Perfect, perfect fucking drumline." Oh, uh, so no, but uh, with with can I if I if yeah all up in my head exactly <laughs> following me here following me there these days I can't go nowhere ain't that your girl no, I my girl <laughs> the, 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 the the I got no is, man uh, it's just any no. man it's yeah. if I say if oh well if I say if I say <laughs> uh, if if I if I shorthand uh, original pirate material as OPM is that going to phonetically pick up. No, I'll get very mad at you. I'll get mad at you, and I'll punch you through the Fa internet. Fantastic. So, original pirate material, it's for all of its, uh, like, uh, self-aware and, like, totally trapped in it, uh, humor about itself. For all of Mike's humor about himself, there's, there are also, there's, like, three moments of haunting clarity yeah. on this, on this album, which is, you know, they're, 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 they're the come down joints. Uh... I mean, it's, you know, there's, he's got, he's having pro troubles with his girl. Uh, it's, it's, I think, uh, it's, God, cause what is it? It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, se seven, like very, uh, seven, very like high energy, but like also sort of like, uh, songs. And then you get to, it's too late. And it's, it's almost like. Mike is doing like an R&B song all by himself. Like it's an R&B song in the universe of original pirate material. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so weird. It's gorgeous though. Like it's it is. It's so good. She said, meet me at the gates at eight. Leave now, don't be late. She said one day she'd walk away because I was always late. Thought things were okay. Didn't care though anyway. Say sorry, babe. I had to meet a mate tempting fate. We first met through a shared view. She loved me and I did too. It's now 7.50, getting ready, better be nifty. Do my hair quickly. Step out, it's cloudy. 
Mate bells me to borrow money, I got two Henrys and a dealer to pay. Call up on geezers to rid these green trees of my reeking jeans. Got a you think I care air out glaring geezer stairs. I'm here and I'm there. Couldn't see past the end of my beer. What was getting near all the silence after the cheers? And I mean, it's just like emotional space, like it's cr like cringe to just like link this straight to burial. But like now they're like, no, absolutely. The, the, no, the, the, the emotional headspace is like so directed towards the like using dance music forms to like swallow up the like move out from the, the you know, the, either the like the front room where you're blasting stuff while you play video games or the club. Just like drag it back inside your own brain. And like it's too late. It's one of the best tracks that has done that like ever frankly it's great it's i honestly think uh like these come down tracks are why uh this this record uh has a had a and like now has it's a sorry i'm i'm like totally in front of myself right now what i should <laughs> be saying is uh it's you you'll see people in like the youtube comments of uploads of songs from original part material being like I'm from America. I showed all my friends this. They loved It's Too Late. They loved uh, Who Dares Wins. They loved Stay Positive. Uh, and it's, I think, uh, I think half of that is that it's also, it's it's really good music. But I think half of it is like the, the, the average like white rural American is very trained into like the emotional Eminem track. Of yeah. it all, yeah, 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 yeah. Where you're like, dang, this is this is real. It's like your name's Chet. You're 11 years old. You ride dirt bikes with your friends all the time. You're like, dang, this is he's speaking about real stuff. And you're 11. You're, you're dang, he's speaking about real stuff right now. This is crazy. <laughs> this is this is crazy. This is just like my life. Eight miles, just like my life. And it's uh, sort of that um, uh. Uh, it's a quote unquote for what like, you know, uh, white fellow white kids would understand is like non-traditional rap music. It's like, oh, this guy's just speaking to like real shit, uh, in my life. This is my life. Uh, and I, I think that is, that is half of what endures overseas on this record. It's now, now, uh, Americans love garage tracks. Like it's, it's, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's TikTok lives and dies on like really tiny, like minimal decay drums and shit. Uh-huh. No, uh -huh. but it's a, you know, back then it was just like, dang, Mike Skinner's like the UK M&M. I did. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, like, in terms of like capturing the vibe, like you think about Pink Panthers and like, ah, let's go back to some of the earlier Pink Panthers and like, just for me is the one that I always go to for this. Like, the instrumentation is there. It is all Cool Game 1 sampled guitars and like tiny, tiny whips, uh, whip short um, percussion samples. Mm -hmm. And like, and has managed to like take the sound stage that used to be like really full, like an attempt to do the big intimate R&B thing. Stop. 
in, I, I think about like one of my favorite actual garage singles, like MJ Cole is probably like the, the gold standard for me. Sincere and Crazy Love I like. That's, that's the level you need to be talking about. Um, Crazy Love is probably the big, biggest example of like the party, the party garage track. It's still got a sense of a very beautiful sense of balance, and that's something that Garrett just has all the time. But like, it's very much like trying to put the singer on a stage, like be a platform for like a really beautiful R&B performance. And then just for me, it's just like completely like dragged it all the way back in. Like it's so much more closed. The drums sort of like encapsulate the vocal rather than sitting underneath it. Like it is, it is in its own head in a beautiful way, and that's the thing that Garrett has allowed people to do. Is like mm-hmm. give rhythm to this like very very like I'm not saying neurotic but like really reflective way of like doing danceable stuff. It's weird. Like, have you listened to the new Kalala record yet? It's literally been out a day. So I've not. It's I uh, I was I I've honestly just been in the tank listening to uh, Pirate Material and uh, uh, yeah, and yeah, details. Yeah. Just, yeah, so, uh, just totally so yesterday with those. The, with the new with the new releases, like I did as as color. of writing yesterday. Yeah, as of writing yesterday. Um, the color record came out. I had to be. I'll say up front, like I think "Take Me Apart" is one of the best albums of the decade, and I was braced and True. slightly concerned for this record because I wasn't in love with the singles, and they make so much more sense because instead of being the Kalela does a tear out rave track thing with the LSDXO production. It is very much, Kalela does a massive singular mood piece of which like, it just so happens that breaks are an internalized part of it, which makes mm-hmm. so much more sense in context. And then like part of this is also the very like skeletal, more like le- early 2010s, like post dubstep sound, which she has like owned for a decade. Yes, absolutely. So in, in that case, like this is sort of like, you can see like Pink Panthers has ended up in a similar interesting place, obviously in a much more like, front front loaded poppy place but like it is very much like a a way of understanding how dance music can like be retooled for like moving back inside itself like moving towards talking about interiority the fact that mike cena was doing this without actually like you know you know <laughs> just do, doing it without ever actually escaping or like having had the time and distance from the original scene itself like he is mm-hmm. taking the tools literally at his disposal whereas like Kalala's taking a 10-year-old genre sound, which really hasn't changed that much. And Pink Panthers is nicking 20 and 25-year-old sounds to, like, conjure a sense of sort of, like, heady nostalgia of you, like, clicking through YouTube recommended videos on, uh, at, like, four in the morning before you I need to. I need to hear Mike on Boy's a Liar. I need uh, to hear that. That would be... That would be uh, awful. But I want that. That would, oh. that would, be, that would be so healing to me. Could you, it's, could you, it's, could you imagine somebody, could you imagine like it, like people in like the TikTok comments trying to like understand like what a geezer is? Oh no, we cannot, cannot let this leak. 
It's no guys. It's it's just like people just do nothing. That's the, that's what this is. It's fine. You just sort of fuck around. That's literally what you do. You fuck around. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, it's I. It's we've we've talked a lot about the periphery around the production of this record. Mm. All of these songs knock. I yes. wanna. It's oh, I I, I wanna I I wanna like just like direct laser in that. Uh, it's one of the. Whenever I re-listen to this album in full, one of the things that makes me more mad than most other things in my life is that Who Dares Wins is not a full beat. Mm. It's it's 34 seconds of the most gorgeous, uh, like, brass tones just on a weird loop and then, like, an LFO, like, boop, and then that's it. It's that... That has a stranglehold on my mind. It's such a cool beat. It's who oh. dares wins in the city. It's so awesome. And it's 34 seconds. This is this is one of those uh, albums where I think this is funny because in in uh in details this case it's they had one album. Uh, and that that kind of became Fru Fru's curse, yeah. Because you know, it's, it's would would if they even if they dropped anything, would it even be as good? And then they dropped like demos from Details last year, and they were as good. Easily. But uh, yes. with uh with the streets, it's everybody at least over overseas. Everybody pretends that there's only one The Streets album. <laughs> It's I I don't know what it's actually like with real proximity to 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 these areas uh, over in your camp, but it's pretty over here. It's just original pirate material. Like so it's the thing that I remember is "Fit But You Know It" was a huge single about two mm-hmm. years later. Like sure, I'm not trying to pull you. Like this was like it graduated from knowing to okay, we got to do performance now, and that was like a thing that I really felt at the time. Like. It is so much less in its own head and it's so much more directed at the camera. It's so much more directed at the audience, mm-hmm. which is like not an inherently bad thing, but you know, like something that was so compelling about original pirate materials that it could have been spoken to a wall. This is the, like his internal monologue, which just like let loose over the beats and like environmental sound that he was already around. Fit, but you know, it sounds like, oh, what does some geezer sound like? Like I, I'd say this and it's, oh, oh, sounds like fucking soap in my mouth. But like, I swear, like someone on a like mid-tier label, uh, I want to see who actually released it. Uh, What's that? Uh, Grand Don't Come for Free? Uh, That was the second one. Uh, Oh, this was still locked on. Um, But yeah, okay. Still... um, so it's that's why that's why I say th- that's why I say like it's uh you know this this original pirate material is not an exploitive record and I don't think any of the the yeah, streets yeah, albums yeah. are but it's just that Mike I mean like it's first of all it's the first album curse like you just look at yes. that and you're like it's you're doomed to try and follow that up but uh it's Mike also just gets like increasingly more and more aware uh, there's like there it's oh god the last time what was it it's uh there was a there's a, the streets god it's i don't even know what it was there was a it was like a ep or something not computer and blues it was it was like from god there was like this awful like dubstep single that he did or Ooh. something it was just it was just really i don't even remember it i was like 
that's a guy that's uh that's he's too removed. He's like good for him because that means he yeah, got yeah. the bag. But I don't know. It's so but weird. Yeah, the the oh, yeah, bottom line is like the the thing that happened was I think he started performing to camera, which is like not a bad move, not the wrong move to make. It's just that like the 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 thing that happened was dry your eyes being a sort of like sentimental thing like British rappers doing the sentimental term because they realize the audience only has so much tolerance for the actual rapping is like a very well well one thing like it, Stormzy's done this in the last couple of years and I find it genuinely intolerable intoler- when he could just put out a voicey bop at the drop of a hat like the mm-hmm. the the gap between the sentimental stuff and the the like really good upfront stuff is like huge. And, like, this isn't to say that he can't do incredible, like, really emotional stuff. Like, I think about the best British rappers right now. Heady One, Dave, uh, like, Stormzy. Like, they have all put out, like, really emotionally, personally vulnerable projects in the last little while. But not all of them have had to do it over, like, mawkish Coldplay acoustic. Um, which, you know, is a is a thing that people often get cast with. Fit, but you know it. It's just, like, it, that's a fucking... It's a comedy track, basically. And, like, none of the other humorous, like, really... St- sometimes scary, sometimes weird, sometimes really saddening bits of original pirate material ever feel like a comedy track. Like, it either feels like fucking, there is a skit on the record, mm-hmm. and otherwise, it is like, teeming the absurdity up with, you know, actual, like, pathos. Like, it matters. The shit matters. It's sad, and that's the reason it's scary. Or it's threatening, and that's why it's interesting. Like, No, of yeah. course. Also, I'm looking at the Wikipedia article for Fit But You, don't, don't, uh, fit but you Know It. <laughs> and it turns out that Danny dies in the fucking video. And I'm just like, oh, of course Danny dies in the fucking video. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think it'd be really cool if I died in the video. All right. Cool. Yeah, man. All right. Sick. Sick, mate. Uh, cover watch? Cover watch. I, it's I I it's I don't know if there's I don't know if there's anything like more direct I want to say about original part material. It's it is just a really really good album. It's it is it has an incredible enduring legacy. Uh, it's it's funny. It's it's also like it's it's yeah it's it's funny. It's it's self aware but also self serious. And Mike would slowly stop doing either of those with like the focus and intensity that he had on this record as he kept getting more and more opportunities. Uh, it's just good. Like it's, I don't, I don't know how to describe it better than that. You will just like this record. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a fucking, it's a good vibe. It's such a good vibe. Uh, cover watch. It's, this is a, this is one of those moments where you are, uh, it's uh as a as somebody as, as as a studier of images uh especially for uh old even famous albums old albums there is oftentimes very little uh sourcing for stuff like it's there'll be and it's original pirate material is a great album but it's not like in the official music canon or whatever but there's a there's a tremendous amount of information about this cover in particular, actually, which made my job very easy, which is awesome. <laughs> uh, this is a licensed uh, this is a licensed picture um, from 1995 by 
Oh, I hope I'm not butchering this. Uh, Rut Blies Luxemburg, a German photographer. And it's uh, she used an eight minute exposure to take a picture of a neighboring high rise uh, in Kestrel House in uh, Islington. Is, or is it Islington? Am I Islington. Alexis? Islington. Perfect. Whoo. Whoo. Like wipe the brow. <laughs> uh, it's uh, and uh, Rut Blies Luxemburg was part of an artist-run space called Plummet, which was on the 16th floor of a council block off City Road. And uh, it's it was like this really crazy collaborative environment. And then the uh, the label uh, the label asked her, it's like, hey, it's, uh, you know, this is a great picture. <laughs> yeah. Can, can we use it? Because it's, it, it's, and she was like, great. And I, I love this cover so much. It is... It is is beautiful. It's warm. It's and I I do think it also sort of feeds into the um, you know like the oh is this a, like exploitive nature because like you're literally this record like literally invites you to look through the windows of people living in through here, yes. But it's 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 also it's also a point of pride for Mike where he's like yeah this is this this is where I fucking came from but it's not it's a licensed photograph from 1995 but you get the idea yeah but but I mean like the whole point is you can do really good art with like insight and care and accuracy and like really great execution talking about tablook like that's just a thing you can do <laughs> it's uh it's uh I think pretty much all of uh the street stuff would just be like. Uh, my Mike would become the central figure in like a lot of these, and these would mostly just become. It's it's always been photography, uh, for their yeah. direction. Like no, no like three D bloobs or blorbs or objects or whatever. Uh, also really shitly kerned Helvetica on here. That's what we like to fucking see. That makes hey, me so look at the look at the R I and the G in original pirate material. The next time you oh. want to get really mad. Uh, the streets logo is just a lighter. It's just like a lighter that they hit threshold on in Photoshop. It's yeah. so cool. It's just a fucking Zippo. It's awesome. It's not a Zippo, but you fucking know what I mean. I do know what you mean. It's like awesome. I, I just said Bic. Do the Bic ones what, like that? Is that a yeah, Bic? that's yeah. I think that's a bit. Is, I don't smoke. Uh, I don't smoke either. I smoke look weed, at us. weed when other people couple, have it. Look at a couple of white breads over here. Just damn. Can't listening to the big doesn't have the sort of sticky outy bit at the bottom <laughs> damn it oh uh it's one one last thing mm -hmm. uh before i found out there was a music video for don't mug yourself i imagined my own music video for don't mug yourself Please which is really easy it. Yeah, which tell is, me about the music video if it don't make yourself. Uh, well, I mean, it's in my head, it's literally just Mike describing the events as he talks. It's it's less of a music video and more of just like a straight up short film because he's just describing what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um which uh Does the song like when, stop at various points for like whole scenes to play out or Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it's uh, it would be uh it's it would be, you know, um, oh god, who's the name of Mike's mate in that video? It's Cal. Cal grabs the phone like, oi, 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 oi. Like, Cal, in that case, Cal would literally grab the phone out of Mike's hand and go, oi, 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 hold it down, boy, your hair's getting blood. And uh, 
before I found out there was a music video, I was like, oh, that'd be such a good, that would be such a fun music video. Cause it's, you're doing like a very masculine, uh, Scorsese, like Wolf of Wall Street thing, just like talking to the camera, like describing it. And that's kind of fun. And then I found out that there is a music video for Don't Mug Yourself. And it is literally just Mike doing what I thought when I was like <laughs> fucking 18. It's there's it's there's there's a lot more fun practical tricks as well. It's like they're in a dining booth and then it's they like take apart the set as like the dining booth moves to a couch uh, uh-huh, like uh-huh. back at Cal's house uh, to imply that the this argument had been had taken at least like a half hour from going from the restaurant back to Cal's apartment. Nice. Uh, and it's it was really funny, but it was like, Mike, you had the exact same like dumbass idea I did. Yeah, that was incredible, dude. So true. So true. <laughs> uh, original pirate material you are listening to the streets lock down your aerial there you fucking go good record good record great record uh, yay makes me sort of nostalgic for when I could hear Garage on actual radio but like I said I would been... well, we're, we're coming back we're coming back yeah, we're coming yeah, yeah, back yeah. I know I know I'm very very aware you know you know you know you know I do know I do know now, it's, um, you know you know what we are n- never going to hear on the radio at the level that they had it man what is the answer to that question Buchanan uh how about I answer that question with a question Alexis what did you bring for your your pick for this uh for this episode of hot singles I brought the album details by free free oh 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 my god this is <laughs> you're, you're, you're making noises there. Land of love leaves me breathless. Tongue of fool lap me in enmity. of the future could have saved the cindered sister and I'm motioning still they stand
it's, I mean, it's, look, that's just... My experience with details was... It's and this is where this is where I uh, I I come to you hat in hand because I am a poser. I first <laughs> I I I first listened to Fru Fru after I listened to Memory Land. Wow. Wow. I I, I barely even knew about the ooh what you say me. Wow. I I am as I am as green as green gets with this act right up until God I want to say summer last year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where it's uh, I asked around in some private groups I didn't ask you Alexis because I was so ashamed of asking this question <laughs> uh, I was like it's if I wanted to, l- to listen to more stuff like Memory Land what would I got and somebody's like have you listened to Fru Fru and I was like no like almost like I was like no. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then got sent a link to details, and I'm still, I'm still picking up the damn pieces yeah. uh, of my mind that was blown. You kind of need to recover a bit, yeah. So my history with this album is so Imogen Heap is a British songwriter, performer, vocalist, and producer, um, collaborating in this record with Guy Sigsworth, who is a pretty legendary British producer. Mm-hmm. Um, two things that sort of put me onto Fru Fru. So, like, Imogen Heap is someone who has, like, got a, a low key public presence. And what you say is, like, you know, a fairly, you know, she, she's the um, what you say lady. You can't really sort of, like, get away from that. Mm, what you say? Mm, that it's all for the best, because it is. I didn't even, like, have strong feelings about, you know, is it the OC? Is it the OC? I'm not sure. But, like, Hide and Seek's a, a pretty famous song, like, occasionally. I don't think it'll come on the radio, but, like, chill out radio. My dad seems to be very fond of it. It'll come on that. And mm-hmm. her voice is on the Clams Casino, I'm Godby. Um, like, she's sort of hanging in the background of, like, very, very cool, interesting British uh, producers and performers. Cool. I think that happened a little while ago was I went on a Bjork kick. And in so doing, started looking up who all the producers on Vespertine were. Um, <laughs> so, like, there is a sort of, like, long story about, like, Bjork picking out different producers to sort of, like, help her craft the sound of any given record. And, like, I think probably the, 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 the like, the ones that, like, stick in the mind are probably Matmos for the microbeats on um, Homogenic. And uh, uh, LFO as well for the early stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, and then much later, like going to Hacks and Cloak in Arca for Volnikura and like Arca for the most recent, um, for the for the subsequent record as well. Um, like Bjork's obviously got a long and story career, but like I think Vespertine is my favorite album of hers. It's very close between that and Volnikura, but like you know, it's so that that is that is a maddeningly horny record. It's, it's awesome. It's, we it's we talked so, about this. It's so this. awesome. It's such. It's, a good I don't. Point. It's the idea of Bjork being, Bjork being horny. Sorry, horny. Um, horny. It's I. I didn't get to say that in our episode. 
it's I don't know I don't know it's it doesn't it doesn't make me laugh in like a oh it's like Bjork's weird so it's weird that it's it's just like a we've all been there girl and it's about the fucking cremaster cycle guy like, I know like, that's so did, funny did I it's have to break so... it was the cremaster cycle guy to you in the episode right no was I it... I already I think I already uh, knew that okay uh, just because I just. God, that's I, I can't I can't I, I should say it's I, I don't know. I haven't gone back and re-listened to that episode, but I can't uh, ever imagine my life not knowing that because that that is literally the equivalent of like when the most beautiful woman in your life comes up to you and it's like, hey, here's my boyfriend. And it's like the dumbest fucking guy you've ever met in your entire life. <laughs> hey, it's Mike Skinner from the streets. But <laughs> it's <wait>. Mike Skinner. <laughs> uh, there. Um, oh, man. The, the problem is he'd also got an art school education and a ridiculous budget to make nonsense. So, you know, it's he it's look. Uh, shout outs to the Chromaster cycle. So <laughs> the, thing that, the thing that happened on Vespertine was Thomas Knack doing a bunch of the production. Yes. Um, Opiate is his other production name. Um, Matt Most doing a bunch of the sort of micro beaty stuff. Uh, I think still and then the thing that was like ooh is Guy Sixworth getting a bunch of production credits and I was like oh who's this guy and started digging through what um, Guy Sixworth had done and it turns out he'd done a bunch of different things one is like produce people like Seal and Britney Spears mm-hmm. and the other is do all sorts of weird arrangement and production work for weirdos um, yep. and one of the things that I stumbled into in the course of this was Fru-Fru's details i also give a shout out like i'd heard this at some point and sort of like not clock what was going on in it until uh good friend producer oday um who's a like genuinely magical producer mix master engineer um and good friend uh just sort of like sent i i think via i can't remember who exactly sent it to me but oh they recommended flicks and flicks is a wonderful track and i listened to mm-hmm. flicks and was just like Oh god, this might be some of the best production I've ever actually heard. Ever. Yes. Apparently, uh, the- Flix was apparently the first thing that they did together. This was like a sort of like pocket sequencer, like a little Yamaha, like like groove box machine the guy who has been playing around with, handed to Image and Heap and was like, is this a track? And then suddenly it turned into this Flix. Ah. Uh. Yeah, so that's that's sorry. It's uh, that she goes boom. It does do that, and it's like, yup, oh yeah, uh, hell yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about this. What this? Let's talk about what this album sounds like because it sounds like uh, it's yeah, it's I I I do have a habit of uh, when when I am trying to speak son uh about an album Sonics where it's I am I I include a hypothetical member of the crowd that is going into this having not heard this album mm-hmm. but it's so it's i'm i'm doing that again but being aware of it this time so it's okay and i'm i'm looking at this person and i it's imagine imagine if you heard every single right decision that a song could make for 14 songs yeah yeah it's yeah it's 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 moody it's disaffected but it's also very like involved it's distant but it's intimate it's 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 just 
It's crazy. It is crazy. It's like <sighs> it's 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 like a heaven vibe, but it's also like an earth vibe too. I'm uh, literally like holding onto the side of my face and like trying to remain tethered while I listen to Let Go Go play in the background right now. It's <laughs> like like are, uh, are, are, are you kidding me? Like are you kidding me? How 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 do first time I listened to this album I got mad because I was like how dare you? You were you were just I saw I saw somebody once say that this album was overproduced. <laughs> are you are you? I I I. I, I never wanted to strangle anybody in my life when I heard that. It's I don't I don't even know how to. It's just when it's when the phrase perfect pop songwriting gets thrown around a lot these days. Yeah. This, this is the one.
literally impeccable. Like, I Numero cannot... uno, baby. Jesus, well, okay, what was that? <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's, I, I'm not going to let you go away with saying numero uno, baby. <laughs> numero uno, baby. <laughs> it's, uh, that was like a Austin Powers character that I just invented in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name is... Um, his his name is uh, all all one word. Please cut this bit. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, come on, no. come on. You can do better than this. We can do better than some house gags. It's true. It's true. No, oh. this is sorry. Numero uno, baby. This is yeah, the fucking one. It's so, like it's m must be dreaming. Must be dreaming. Sounds like you're running at eight hundred miles an hour, but it's fine. Like it's it's so cool. I love oh, I love this album. This uh, immediately became a new new favorite. Maybe maybe top ten. Yeah, it's an all timer. So yeah, on a on a basic level, like what is happening here? Like, okay, first of all, Imogen Heap. I'll is I'll, I'll leave that to you. I don't, no, I'm, just, I'm gonna just try and like I don't know all the details, but you know, Imogen Heap is an incredible vocalist. Her vocal performances are incredible, and she's also such an elastic. Like, she writes incredibly elastic top lines, which means that there are all oh. sorts of jumps of register and jumps of, like, tone that need production to fit around it. Like, she's not just, like, stuck in one level by any means. She's, like, incredibly dynamic. Which means that you've got choices about how you work around that. Yes. And, and one choice is to, like, match the dynamism. Is to, like, find something that sort of fits Hockett's style into the holes that the vocal part is leaving. Um... The other way of doing it is like simulating dynamism and like making an incredibly like flat tableau upon which vocals happen. And somehow Let Go seems to, I'll use Let Go because it's the perfect track and like one of the best pop tracks I've ever heard. It does both somehow. Mm -hmm. um, it is incredibly deep. Like it's got so much depth because the instrumentation and arrangement is perfect. Just like, it, this is how you use strings in a pop song. Um, but like, all of this vocal work is like, happening at once over the sort of like, quite static, but still very like, shimmery, beautiful, like, active, like enveloping mid-range of strings. And then that, the, the, the thing kicks in, the thing kicks into gear. Okay, elements. We've got a proper Reese baseline here. It is a very like contained and like quite strangled re-space line, which doesn't have almost any sub. And actually fills out the same range as the strings do. Again, I think this is just like incredibly beautiful jigsaw work. Um, you have these sorts of almost like, these drums feel papery is the best way to describe it I've got. Um, like if I've got some, here's some tissue paper I've got on my desk here. That's the sort of like <laughs> sensation that I get from these drums. drums. It's like, yeah. All the sort of flab that everyone says take out your drums so they've got body, it's just like so obsessed with it using them as like textural, like springy bouncing points. It's got all the sort of like, like crunchy, like, 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 you know, papery sharpness to it. Um, and that means it doesn't have any depth to it. The drums aren't the thing that give it the depth. The thing that does is the sort of like incredible spatial work and this deep re-space line that fills out the low mids. And then like, just like beautiful, beautifully written counter harmony, this like just like fits piano line. Um, it is really skeletal. 
and somehow still feels incredibly full because, you know, it's, that's, all the puzzles that are there are like so active and so beautifully arranged together. It's, that's 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 what the, I think that's what that person who said this record was like really overproduced was bouncing off of somehow mm. uh, because it's again, like it's you said it's it's so it's such like a skeletal production but it's 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 so full at every range it's, yeah 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 uh, I it's I uh, I wanted to talk again actually I don't think I talked about this I talked about this before we were recording. Uh, Psycho Babble is one yeah. of the most insane songs I have ever heard, and it's 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 nuts. It literally oh oh my god! I was again just like totally spellbound by the the so like the the low booming percussion, but like the the strings also operating at like every range. Yeah, it's nuts. And again, like, because the arrangement is so careful and so, like, beautifully produced, it is incredibly deliberate about how it swells and pulls backwards, how mm -hmm, it, like, gets mm -hmm. wide and gets narrow again, like, where it focuses your attention and how it fits around the other stuff that's happening. It is, like, so incredibly careful about how it does the dynamics, yeah. I'm just, I'm just listening to it right now. Yeah. I can't. Why, w why wouldn't I just listen to this all the time? Why wouldn't you just... the fact that like people will find this embarrassing and cloying and bad like do we need to like like address the people who have bad taste and bad ears who don't realize how excellent this is like i i don't know how you it's the way you do I, that i've been, do, I've, been the, I've been doing that a, a lot of that here i think i think we can stop because it's like it's like it's why would i even argue with you because you are dumb yeah it's, you well, are, it's, what, what i'm trying to i guess what i'm trying to grab for is like what do you say to the person who says this sounds dated that person is smoking. I want to. That that is ridiculous. That so, is a ridiculous statement okay, because so the, the early two thousands was a sort of hotbed for both like micro BT stuff. I think about like BT. Mm -hmm. I think about you know the like insane trance micro edits. I think also about like Timberland and like the sort of very gloopy, very um like liquidy um hip hop and R and B production that's happening in a similar time like. IDM has, like, reached its, like, nerdy fucking zenith. Like, there's a version of... There's a version of a person who comes to this record and says, like, I want, like, thrust and dynamism to my pop music that this isn't giving me. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what to tell you. This has got all the dynamism you could possibly this want. Is, this is... It's, it, did you not hear that fucking... 
Johnny Greenwood ass string section? Are you exactly. high? Exactly. Like it is. But what, what you might say is like, okay, what I really want is like things that you're not allowed to have in a server IDME pop record, which is like, you know, extension or like spaciousness or splash and tails. Like this is all stuff that's like makes it scream really, really excellently, like expertly put together thing by a studio engineer who's like fucking on one. Like this screams its technical competence, which is sometimes off-putting, but I think it, you'll, you'll be stupid to find it off-putting, but like the aesthetic is very, very particular and very, very like, you know, overproduces the wrong way of putting it, but just like highly produced, not incorrect. And that like, I don't even know what to say to the, to the point. It's just that like, there's a reason that people like CFCF are dragging this out of the shadows and like going all the way back to like, capital E electronica as a vibe because like okay yeah maybe you want to add in a bunch more sub bass because like systems are capable of that now like it's not scary for pop songs to be cut with you know you know like big booming extension to the bottom end but like the like uh how, how can I put it the 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 ability to find a sort of like nerdy particular joy in this like obsessional detail oriented pop music is for the service of something, which is, you know, like actually creating something that is really pleasant and like encompassing and like balanced in a way that like, you know, other ways of doing pop music will like go in a very different direction, but you're allowed to do the very professional version. And suddenly, you know, if you do it with like a lot of soul and incredible songwriting, you end up with one of the best pop records I could actually pick out at all. You know. <sighs> no, it's you. You, you said it better Fuck than it. I could. Like, yeah, just, just like, just like, is there a reverb tail on this record? Not really. Is that is that no. a problem? No. No. Uh, like, is it? Does it sound bonkers? Kinda. Has it, every resonance possible been like stripped out of it with a fine tooth comb? Yeah. Um. Hmm. It, it sounds incredibly of its moment, but its moment was like not wrong about what sounded good. <laughs> um, no, again, it's it's so it's all the right decisions that are being made. Exactly. Yeah. There, 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 there is no point where you will listen to this and be like, oh, why do they do that? It's you go, what the why did they do that? <laughs> it's awesome. It is awesome. Uh, yeah, um, sh just a cu the couple of big moments to, to shout. Let go, I've said, is it's basically oh. impeccable. Breathe in immediately afterwards. This is the sort of like, I think this is the one I already knew because I think this is the one that like might have stuck around on British radio for a little while. Um, it's... It's almost embarrassing how you can basically make a sort of like low slung indie rock track that is more exciting and also more like emotionally and also like muscular, well, emotionally compelling, but also muscular than a bunch of the indie rock stuff that was going to happen in the next five to 10 years. Mm -hmm. Like it's not pretending it's literally that thing, but like it's formally what it's doing. Is this sort of like laid back hip hop beat with like chugging guitars and lots of, and lots of chorus on it? This is like, yeah, what, what if we made a hip hop Smiths beat and like, you know, it, it's just good at it. <laughs> it's really fucking good at it. <laughs> 
Um, I got to talk about flicks again. Yep. It, it's one of those like shifting, swirling, like it, when, when the others are often about these like very like smooth ways of undulating in ways that actually fit very neatly together. Flix doesn't even bother with that. Like Flix literally operates like an on-off switches all over the place. Mm -hmm. um, it's bendy and elastic in all sorts of interesting ways, but fundamentally it is like, it feels like a sort of like Rubik's cube that you like flick backwards to one position and flick backwards again and just keep doing that over and over again, flicking a Rubik's cube backwards and forwards, like one move over and over again. And then you t turn in 90 degrees and do it in a different orientation. Like it is so discreet about and like careful and deliberate about what it wants to do. And like focuses in on that like specific move it wants to make and the specific like balance it wants to strike. And does it really dynamically, but like with almost no extraneous energy, like no waste whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, it's one of the most economical and like excellent ways of like constructing dynamism again like do it without this like massive waste of energy like pouring out of these reverb tails like it's so so minute in its moves perfect perfect no absolutely it's uh it's i if oh. i could speak to like the uh the two songs right after flicks it's i love i could talk about any song on this album for uh at least triple what we have been yeah. talking about two we, albums we, right now uh, it's dumbing down of love is what it's when we talk about uh, like for Fru's insane sense of like reduction and like skeletal ability. I this is this is where that is like the primary highlight as opposed to just being like a trick up their sleeve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a a perfect a perfect like JRPG ballad song. Just tucked away. Also, like the bass going like, whoop, 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 whoop. it's so cool. Oh. That's uh, words fail me many, many times in my life. This is this is absolutely where it goes. It's it's so. It is. It's again. It's it's not. It is. It's this is this is not a busy track. This, but it's, but it's it's just got so much in it as well. It's so good. Uh, old piano as well. I think I think old piano is sort of obliquely, uh, sort of like an interlude, but it's also it's also five minutes long. <laughs> Sometimes like you, at that, just, you know stretch uh, stretch your legs out a little. Like at like at that point, it's just a like a song. <laughs> And it's really, it's like the, the structures of these songs are so conventional, but also interesting at the same time. Like, it's crazy. Oh, oh, it's awesome. And then we go into close up, which is. Like a, a close up sounds like a VMA performance of a previous Fru Fru song. It's it's oh got like God, you're so right. It's it's got crazy it's crazy guitar straight at the front of it. It's uh this is this song is what uh th this song close up is what Dua Lipa wants to be doing all of the time. Like it's it's you listen to her new stuff and this is it's it, she's bowing at this altar as so many other pop acts do. So good. Okay, so. <laughs> 
I, I, I try to like give the benefit of that to someone who's like, the vibes here are a bit weird. Okay, can we talk about the visuals? Can we talk about the album cover? Can we talk about the breathing music video? I, it's uh, first of all, I would like to say old pianos actually. This is this is this is egg on my face. I didn't research this. Old pianos actually the ending track. Uh, but it's I have I have close up and uh, holding out for a hero as featured on the Shrek Two soundtrack uh. Uh, at the end here. So it's close up. Sorry, is just, just sorry. Up. Repeat that for the people in the back. Um, holding yeah, uh, out Fru, for a Fru Fru's holding out for a hero as featured on the Shrek Two official soundtrack. Just just Guy Sixworth and Imogen Heap's cover of Holding Out for a Hero as the credit track for. I don't was it I don't think it was the credit track. It was. I remember I've literally gone back and no researched this. No way. So, it's you went so, you went back and watched Shrek 2. So so okay, so the thing that happens in Shrek 2. I haven't watched Shrek 2 itself in a long time, but I did do some YouTube digging. Um the big musical centerpiece of the record is set to the actual performance of Holding Out for a Hero. Holding it's out it's, a hero a, it's for it, a hero. it is also that is also a cover. That is also a cover. Mm. But that, that is the covers by the fairy godmother, though, and it's out of the effect of the original instrumentation. Or yes, it's, and then and then this one is this is the credit track, and it's and it is totally out of there. It's it's it's, 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 it's completely out of pocket. piano and close-up were bonus tracks and a 20th uh, 20th um, anniversary edition respectively so yeah <sighs> Joan Rivers was in Shrek 2 do you remember that I don't remember this who's hmm. who is Joan Rivers Joan Rivers oh wait fuck it's uh it's in the UK it's she was replaced by uh, Kate Thornton Wait. What? I'm not. I, I'm not kidding about any of that. Joan Rivers' cameo as herself marked the first time that a real person had been represented on screen by the Shrek animation team. Her part, though retaining her visual representation, was redubbed by presenter Kate Thornton for the United Kingdom release. What? Uh, Kate Thornton, presenter of the X Factor, uh, Loose Women, this what? morning. I'm so confused. It's uh, so it's the. It's I mean, Shrek Two does indeed come up when Kane thought. Can you Google Kane Thornton? I'm just like. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm learning so much. So it's uh, re returning back to its our half like aesthetic coverage of this record yeah, and yeah, also yeah, yeah. A, a mini cover watch. Um. This is, this might be the best Y2K album ever. I, I, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think we can, I, I don't think there's very many things that aren't deliberately gunning for that. Like it's uh, like Memory Land in particular, obviously like bows down to this album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's, this, this is not interested in any it's this this looks like a this looks like a mid-decade album cover this looks like this 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 has no actual touchstones in like the i the the idea of you know like the the visual aesthetic of the future that we had you know like post the dreamcast post the digimon yeah, movie yeah, yeah. and stuff like that 
uh, it is it's Imogen in like a really ugly hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad hat. It's a pretty bad hat. It's, but it, it's incredible. It's it, it's it's it, you guys need to look this up. It's this. It really truly is like a. It's a cheetah print, almost like a fedora. It's really. It doesn't go. It doesn't go with her gorgeous dress at all. It's, it's like gorgeous, the, like the and dress, delightfully. The dress jewelry situation is incredible. Delightfully, two thousand and eight. This is, it's, but it's it's two thousand two. This is this is an outfit Lil Wayne would wear to front with with front seat tickets, and also he's wearing like the Nike Mama Bears. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I'm almost tempted to. Um, I'm almost tempted to to open up paint.net and make this a make this a real thing. And the and the the type is also like kind of shit cuz it's it's, it's trying it's it's trying to do it's trying to combine the o and the u into a ligature, but it's the r does not taper off into anything half as strong. The f and the r don't do anything like that because that's a nonsense glyph. Uh and that wouldn't work at all. So I, it's. I could could the middle could the middle bar of the F continue forwards and be the top of the R? Would that would just look like a tiny T? I guess it's it, yeah it would it would look, it would look, if, if you squint that would just look like a really gay H. Hmm. Uh, People keep telling me I've got a really gay H. Yeah. <laughs> chase that, chase that. Oh, um, it's a. Uh, I gotta say I love the uh, the offset neon the offset path neon kind of thing going on here. Yeah, that's that's only that is that seems to be like completely only on like the horizontal metrics. Or sorry, it's it's only it comes out to like a specific point and yeah, like once it ends at the main path of the glyph, it yeah, cuts off. Like it's, it's not actually exclusively perpendicular to the path of the, 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 the glyph itself and no like spill out like an ambient thing at all. So it's, I think, and th- this is going to, this is going to shock the world. And I hope, mm. I hope my designer friends understand where I'm coming from here. This is a bad album cover, but I, I really love looking at it. And I, yeah. I don't mean that. I don't mean that in like a, like an ironic, like, Oh, what were we thinking? Kind of way. Uh, there is a, there is a gratuitous, uh, almost like it's a completely ridiculous sincerity to this image that, um, is now, uh, I think it's, uh, Oh God. Uh, what's the name of the record? Uh, it's, we we are only starting to get back to this expression, like the, this this kind of expression. Uh, Carolyn Polachek's uh, new album, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, exact same sort of vibe. Okay, so but... um, so you brought the Carolyn Polachek vibe comparison. So the thing before we mm-hmm. just like dive into that, yes, color palette and grading. Yeah, oh, great! It's a great. It is a great picture. It is so, so the problem. The, the 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 thing that I'm so confused about is like this is an album cover which has got like brown floor, lots of skin tone, orange hat, <laughs> red chair, red text, and somehow I feel like it's the coldest image in the world. It is. I, it's. I have no idea how that's possible, but it just is. It's so chilly because there's like a ghost, or ghost, whatever the fuck, over a in, ghost the dude in the corner in the window. But no, just like, what the fuck is up with the color situation? Because like the video for um, 
uh, which track has the video, uh, Breathe In, is exactly the same, where it manages to make, like, the sort of, like, yellowing look of, like, a night cityscape look, like, almost violently clinical. It is bizarre, and I do not know how this color grading works, but it's just genuinely insane. And, like, no one uses this anymore. And indeed, when Caroline Politech's doing it, her whole album cover is, like, orange. It's bathed in it's, sort of, it's, like, and it's And it's, it's, uh, it's, this is an album cover that is, like, absolutely shot by a production team, like, of, like, junior design students doing, like, really crazy radical stuff. And they're like, yeah, this is, we got to get it back in on this vibe. Yeah. It's, uh... Also, it's. I just wanted to say, uh, Daddy L. Harrell on the back of that album cover, so yeah, cute, yeah, yeah. just so just cute, uh, hanging hanging out. But yeah, like this, that album cover is like that album cover is is at an, an aesthetic recreation, but at, does not get anywhere near the. Uh, and just for for lack of words here, like kind of like comparative inappropriateness yeah. of details as album cover, exactly, which is yeah. incredible. Uh, it's I, I expect a Carolyn Polachek record to sound like this album cover. I would even expect a Carolyn Polachek album to sound like the Details album cover. I don't expect Details to sound like the Details album cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, it's this, like it's not put together enough. It's it's screwed but it's over. awesome. It's yeah. fucking awesome. But yeah, absolutely, absolutely nothing about it sounds. It's it, it it's it sounds it looks nothing like the songs at all. That's yeah. There's there's a bizarre sincere comfort in that. I think yeah, very strange. But yeah, like I cannot get my head around the way this this cover is simultaneously full of warm colors and is the coldest image I've ever seen. It is bizarre. I cannot understand <laughs> it. And the Caroline Politech, you're absolutely right. Is like totally in the same vibe, but is like got a soft focus warmth that just like that's genuinely distinct like that is a difference between what they've done with the image in each of these which is probably a credit to carolyn polachek knowing that like the uncanny slightly nostalgified thing is actually going to be a service to the the look of that record but you know different different like very different uh yeah um have you seen the video itself I have not seen the video itself. Can we have a quick poke at that video? Because I think it, of you, course. You'd, in, you'd enjoy the video. Uh, let me know. It's I got it here. Uh, oh, what I can do is... Uh, Melbourne de Pablo, three years ago, writes, I still remember when I first watched this music video way back, year 2004. Yeah. That dude, that's so true. Melbourne, you were, you were... That is so... That's factual, my guy. There we go. Um, th should we three, two, one it, and then just sort of uh, absolutely slide in. Three, two, one, go. By the way, uh, listeners at home, absolutely encouraged to do this all the time. Every every, every real time pop singles play, you, you you'll get the you'll get the track in the background. <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh no. If if I was like looking out the window and it was just like a gray fedora like coming up over the pier, I would freak out. I would literally start screaming. She's lit with studio lighting on it's a fucking crazy. like on a fucking like you know tram carriage on a fucking uh, streetcar. And then it's just these little white boys. Oh fuck! Well, hang on. Why are the? They're in a fucking like 
Gears of War map. <laughs> it's bizarre. Um, but again, like the the whole like the cityscape was meant to be moody and emotional. Was sort of like ah, this this city, it'll kill you. Yeah. And instead, it's it's like green and sickly. That's bizarre. It's it's weird. It's it's uh it's and I I do think it's the the idea of this album, like the idea of this video, is making sense with like the transient nature. I was talking with the you about this, Alexis, where it's like it's details is a sit on the bus and listen to it album. Yeah, like you're, and it's you know that captured like very directly visually. As it turns out, is not. Um, aesthetically interesting. No, not at all. Okay, that that big fucking hat. That is such a that is a crazy decision. That the fedora is so, you know. Oh, this guy's cab broke down. He's having a he's having a rough one. The fucking hat, Imogen. I'm so sorry. The hat is so. Again, the bridge. All right, jewelry. All right, but, but again, bit dated, like that sort of like that. Big, bulky the hat metal. is get. It's the hat is getting bigger every time I look at it. <laughs> ah, again, feel the need to open up Paint.net and make this happen. <laughs> it's every single time I listen to, I watch this video. You re-upload it to make her hat one percent bigger. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Uh, oh, guys. Oh, that's kind of cool. I thought I thought he would have like died in the war or something. No, he um, but that's, that got, was just her marriage got fucked up by imperialism. Ah. Oh, yo, Big Lebowski. Yo. It's the hat, dude. Um, again, you see what I mean? That the like, ah, uh, yeah, this is where I ends up. Oh. Uh, good heavens. That's uh, for our underage viewers. Turn your eyes now. <sighs> is this where. It, this is where, Oh, wow. This is. Yeah, that's uh... I do yeah. love to. I do love to be um, handcuffed to a gas canister. It's my favorite activity to do at the club. That's crazy. <sighs> Let's go, six one. Let's just hang out. So is 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 that meant to imply that he's the arbitrator of all this? I don't know. I don't know. I think he can just see the future. I think he can just see the future. If Imogen he can well, see let's, the past, I, he can I, see the I, future. I, I, I thought it was the past. Yeah, it's... What the hell? Imogen he can see the future. I think Guy Sixworth can see the past. Because he's staring into oh. your soul and understanding your future. He's, he's, oh, I, that's I, stupid. I don't literally mean that, but it's, it's very much no. the energy. Um, no, it's, it's that is that was a ridiculous music video. That was so a, dumb. <laughs> and again, like looks fucking uncanny. Like it's, it, it looks like it looks like t shot for TV shit. Like all the lighting just like done very professionally, but all wrong for the mood. Where like mood should be the one thing that this thing can capture. Like it cannot do mood. It does not understand how to light mood. It's so weird. It's it's crazy. Like it's this this is an album that is so like sonically forward. I would consider it's it's it still sounds like futuristic. Like yeah, it, it yeah. does not. It's better than different. It's what's next. Oh, um, good. But it's this it's this is it's 
the the visuals are also doing that to the point where it's just like this is what 2008 is going to look like. Exactly. And you're like, fuck. You're like, fuck. No, what the fuck? So, anyways, <sighs> Carolyn Polachek could never is what I'm trying yeah. to say. So, okay, so just in terms of like, where did this go? Like. Guy Sigworth have done a bunch of stuff. He hasn't been producing actively in the last while, but like his back catalog is incredible. You can just dig into it. Um, the thing that has happened is that TikTok has like found Imogen Heap, where's one is want to do, yes, and yep. put a bunch of breaks under her. So like you know. some like there are two on spotify right now two remixes of a new demo uh one of which is a sort of like insanely ambientified really poorly mixed breaks one and the other is a sort of like very the the no car one it's horrible like genuinely like awful mix uh, the other one is a very straightforward like i slapped the concept a couple of breaks on this um people have gone back in the again hey we were fucking talking about pink pantherist like gone back to dig through like the emotional heart of like 2003 and like rediscovered what was happening when they were infants as you know as we were all infants when when it was 2003 but just like dragged back the aesthetics dragged back the vibes and like souped them up a bit in a way that like you know you know <laughs> they sometimes tolerate sometimes do not and we end up with like TikTok jungle edits going viral and like carrying attention back to a group like Fru Fru. Um, they mm -hmm. re-released the track that got that edit, which is a new kind of love. And the track itself is just a track that could have gone on details and would have been one of the best tracks on the record if it were there. Yep. And it's just, it's just excellent. It's just so excellent. Um, but just like, Again, like that sort of like to me papery, like nobody to the drums, like pitter patter shit, is like complete anathema to the sort of like on the one hand really splashy stuff that you get on the sort of ambientified break stuff, or alternatively the sort of like deep as fuck cutting stuff you get when people like trapify or whatever. Like the 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 the, the sonic hole it's stuck in is so unique and bizarre, but. I love it so much. It's a fucking time pool, and I wish I would kill to be able to produce that guy that can produce. No, uh, it's, I, 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 I don't think. You know what I'm gonna do? It's in between hot singles episodes. I'm going to ask every producer I know. Uh, what uh, organs they would give up to produce as good as Guy Sigworth uh, does. And uh, it's I, I will come back with a fully formed human. Wow. Uh, in exchange. I know I yeah, will. You, so many arms, legs, and limbs. And other limbs, other organs you could collect. All for a spot on the Shrek 2 soundtrack. Jesus. Um, 
It's wh what the hell are you guys doing? That's incredible. Having fun. Having not just any fun, having the most fun and blowing your fucking mind in the process. It's so true. Yeah, th th this record is out of out of this fucking world. Genuinely. <laughs> um, just shout God, out. We to, picked we picked some good ones. Yeah, just shout out. To Sorry, you go, you go. Yeah, just Imagine Heap in general, just like. Yes, absolutely. Hide and seek, like just fucking listen to that track. Like, it's embarrassing how much I avoided admitting to myself that I basically wanted to make like stuff that sounded alternatively like you know first album James Blake or Hide and Seek forever. I could just do that. I could. Yeah. <laughs> Boo, have I played to you the the track of mine that sounds like that? Mm -mm, I don't think so. I'm just we've got time here. Um, but just like on a very personal level, like why this is so like blatantly obvious. The first thing I will do is send you um, uh, a track that the track that I was covering to show you what I sure. was working with. I uh, don't know if you want a three, two, one, this one as well, but. Oh, hell yeah. The, the... Alexis has linked me Caribou Second Chance. Uh, three, two, one, go. So this is a collab between Caribou, a Canadian now living in London producer, and Jesse Lanza, who's incredible pop artist. Like, incredible vocalist. I, I think about, like, having fallen in love with, you know, Barker and Himera and Lorenzo Senni, the sort of, like, really spectral, like, exploded ways of doing dance music in the last couple of years, but riffing off, like, much more, like, super soy, uh, aggressively it's maximal stuff. And just, like, in the background, it's just, like, some people were making very, very skeletal, very, very like hypnotically beautiful dance stuff in the many, many years preceding. This is hiding in the background, absolutely. So good. That caribou like bend. Yeah, the so bend. It's, it's doing fucking MBV pitch bending with the with a eighths like chugging synth line. I swear this just comes straight off a, like an ARP or whatever. Just a beautiful dusty white noise filtering over the top. Mm -hmm. But yeah, okay, you've got an idea of the track. If you like flick forward to like two minutes, 30 or whatever. Uh, later actually. Oh, we got the tom drums. Yeah, like it's stop bringing toms and bring in sort of like ramping the thing up. And by again, by the time it gets to the end, it's just like, bring the full heft of the band in. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Uh, let me link you. Oh, you can listen to that track in your own time. It's an incredible track off a record that I really love, but. Hell yeah. Um, this is a thing that I made. I'll decide whether to put this in or not. I'm not sure. Uh, do you want a 3 2 one it? Yeah, this is you. Yeah. Three, All right. yeah. two, one, go. <laughs> I really want to show you now Nothing you could say Hey That I don't get that second chance, baby Yeah, you know I just keep on waiting I don't have to I make up person. my mind 
by the way you talk of me just tell me if you want my love cause oh you know that I keep on way just be careful what you do to me oh be careful what you do oh, oh, oh. Tell me a sing it sister chance, Jesus my love for you if you really really want it boy you let me know if it's called, you know, I'm like, hey, I made this a full eight years ago. I can feel where the deficiencies are and like things I would love to be, you know, more thought out, more developed, whatever. But like fundamentally, like what I'm doing is listening to I Never Learned to Share and um, and very much listening to Hide and Seek and being like, oh, 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 oh. stack vocal to harmony and like stripping out. Yep. Yep. Like, trying to reconstruct the feeling of dance music out of like just stacked voices. Eesh. You know you made my love come down. Yeah, hide and seek is just like biblically incredible. Like biblically it's good. True. Um the um just for now is the track that gets sampled for I'm God. And Ooh. it's another oh, incredible yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Um bonkers again top line songwriting intricacy like the amount of like detailed work going to like fit this jigsaw together like image heap is just a similar like i've praised guy six worth to the hilt because like i feel his work all over particularly the drums and the textures but all the intricacy in the songwriting the arrangement and the production work like image heap has done a huge amount of that as well like they're so fucking good both of them oh my word Yeah, just, th I'm so glad we get this sort of just like hanging around as a sort of reference point for what you can do with like very sincerely singer-songwriter pop stuff. No, just like absolutely. pushing what the, you know, intricacy and production demands and like very straightforwardly, like I want this to sound capital G good can end up giving you because it sounds incredible. Yeesh. So good. God, dude. Are we are we are we done it? I think uh, look, I'm I am cool. I'm cool too. I think it is time to wrap. In which case, hey boo, where can people find you on the internet? Oh god. Um <laughs> What a question. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot all about this. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Regression. <laughs> uh, you can it's, you can find me at Buchanan on Twitter, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Spotify. I think I have like two YouTube accounts somewhere. Yo. Uh, as of writing my article, the Buchanan picks. Uh, 2022's year uh, best games of the year is coming up uh, uh, from from our fine friends at Scanline Media, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. bylines Buchanan baby. Do you, do you want to? Can you spoil uh, what what's one of the entries on the list? Absolutely. Uh, one of them is Roller Coaster Tycoon Two. Yo, you built some fucking roller I, coasters. 
Because I, I replayed Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 this year, and I was like, this is way better than most of the games that came out this year that I also had the money to play. <laughs> like, it um, literally is, it's, it's I, I'll go on record audibly as well as textually by saying it is, at minimum, way better than the new God of War. Understandable. To be honest, I'm not really sure why you expected the new God of War to be any good. So it's. I mean, it's not, I don't get to make it. But know, those were indeed some noises. But I'm not really sure they were. Right. It's, look, it's there. 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 There's. There's uh, nothing like seeing uh, in Visual Basic programmed in Visual Basic, the the uh, I, I want to call it the colorway of Six Flags is deja vu, uh, rendered in stunning R, uh, like RGB direct monitor feed blues and greens. Uh, it's uh, you can you can put as many fucking PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale references into your game as you like. I know I'm going with Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yeah. Every time, Alexis, hang on. I want to show you. Look at this fucking. Look at this roller coaster. I'm looking at this roller coaster. That's a fucking cool roller coaster. That is that is sexy. Uh, and it's, it I talk all I it's I talk all about that in my review of Roller Coaster Tycoon too. Uh, if you were a type of roller coaster, what type of roller coaster would you be? That's a really, really good question. Would you be this roller coaster? Uh, honestly, I feel like it would be something. I feel like I would be X two. Wow. Uh, you, you don't know what X two is. X two is a. X2. Oh God! It is a. It it's it is a ridiculous. I'm gonna I'm gonna like. It is a it is a ridiculous thing. It is a it's like a reverse free suspension roller coaster Yo. that like rotates as well, and you go up it backwards. And uh, it's when you go up Frank Sinatra's "It Had to Be You" starts playing. It's it's got like eight separate needle drops. It is totally so stupid, and I love it. It's it's got every stupid roller coaster idea combined. And it's powerful. uh powerful. God, it's so dumb. It's so dumb, but it's so perfect. Anyways, that would be me because it's I am I am also so dumb and so perfect. Alexis, where can people find you on the internet? I, I said on at regression with three S's on Twitter. Don't forget the third S. Um, Never. That's you didn't say to. Uh, don't forget the third S. I didn't and say I did that. Not, I that did is, not. I did not affirm that. So no, that's that that's fair. what I wanted to get to there. No one's gonna forget the third S now. It's gonna be great. Um, it's. I made sure you didn't forget. Don't forget the third S. Yeah, that's what that's that's what it's about. Um, next time we're finally gonna fucking talk about Pharrell. Oh God. Yeah. Guys, this is this is so hard. This is so hard. <laughs> we're so scared. We're so scared. I I am so scared. But, uh, it's you know. Uh, only way out is through. Yeah, I'm pretty so. sure one of the artists we talked about today said that. I'm not sure. Uh, <sighs> the, the Imogen he did say this beauty in the breakdown, and that's basically the same sentiment. It's true. The, the only way out is through, including if through costs you your well-being and sanity. <laughs>